0: Big meeting taking place in San Francisco. President Biden of the US, President Xi of China holding talks. President Xi has, in the last few hours, landed in the US for that summit. Simon Marks joins us, LBC's Washington correspondent from the summit in San Francisco. Simon, always a pleasure to have you on the show. Very good evening to you. It's not every day, is it, that the US president, the Chinese president hold talks. What's likely to be on the
1: agenda? <laughs> It's very much not every day, Ben. In fact, it's been a year since the two of them were face-to-face. The last time they met, of course, at the G20 summit in Bali last November. It has taken fully a year for the United States and China to negotiate the possibility even of this uh, latest face-to-face meeting happening, but it is taking place uh, on Wednesday here. Uh, President Xi arrived in San Francisco within the last uh, hour or so, a couple of hours before that. President Biden uh, on board Air Force One flew into this city uh, and the stage is set for uh, an encounter that we believe is going to last for several hours. They have a massive agenda uh, ahead of them. Remember that the whole U.S.-China relationship uh, was basically thrust into the deep freeze back in February when President Biden issued that order to shoot down what the Americans at the time claimed was a surveillance balloon uh, gathering Secrets uh, high above uh, America's territory. Uh, in fact, the Americans now concede that they don't think it was spying on the United States, uh, that it wasn't gathering intelligence. But nonetheless, uh, the spat over that shooting down of the balloon consigned uh, the relationship to the coldest uh, section of the deep freeze that you can imagine. Uh, they are not going to agree to- tomorrow on a whole variety of issues, including. Uh, The crisis in Gaza, uh, Russia's ongoing war in uh, Ukraine. They are unlikely to have much of an agreement over uh, Taiwan, over China's territorial aspirations in the South China Sea, over President Biden's restrictions on Chinese technology. And if you listen to what President Biden said uh, just before he boarded Air Force One uh, to head here today, I mean, the bar, frankly, couldn't be any lower for this meeting. Asked what he would view as a success coming out of it. He said, well, basically, he wants to steer the relationship onto a normal path and get to a point where the two leaders can pick up the phone and talk to one another in times of crisis. Uh, You know, the bar, frankly, couldn't be much lower than that. We do think they may strike an agreement on military-to-military cooperation, military-to-military ties that were scrapped after the shooting down of the balloon. And it's also possible that they will strike some kind of an agreement over America's urgent need for the Chinese to crack down on the illicit drug trafficking that is taking place from China in fentanyl, this addictive drug uh, and the precursors that make it, that certainly here in San Francisco alone and in uh, other towns and cities all over the United States is causing a massive drugs crisis and uh, epidemic. I I was talking earlier today to the mayor of San Francisco, London Breed, uh, and she was saying that that is one outcome that this city... Uh, really wants to see coming out of this meeting tomorrow an agreement uh, for more Chinese cooperation in a crackdown on that illicit trade. Uh, but again, the bar very low. If they can end this with uh, some kind of an agreement to continue talking, uh, then I think both sides will seize on that and argue that it's been a tremendous success.
0: Simon, how much sort of domestic pressure is, is President Biden under on this issue? Donald Trump, of course, likely it seems to be his rival once again, uh, come next November, obviously well-known taking a very hawkish position, a very tough position, hardline position, when it comes to China. Are there sort of domestic difficulties when it comes to President Biden and his positioning uh, in relation to the US-China relationship?
1: Well, certainly on Capitol Hill, there are massive difficulties for President Biden. I mean, to some extent, even some Democrats on Capitol Hill are more hardline than his White House has uh, sought to be over the course of the last few months. You remember, Pelosi when she was Speaker of the House uh, of Representatives and she made that yeah. visit to Taiwan, Taiwan. Yeah. that the Chinese were absolutely infuriated by and it was apparent that she had gone there with the blessing of the White House. Uh, But there are other areas where President Biden is aggressive towards China on his own uh, merits. And one of those is in terms of the crackdown on uh, Chinese industries, including semiconductors and silicon chips. Uh, The Chinese Mm -hmm. would like him to ease up on rules that now ban American companies from investing in those Chinese technologies. But President Biden. Biden's reason for doing it is not just because he's worried about national security uh, implications of that kind of trade. It's also because he wants to build domestic capacity here in the United States to challenge China for that kind of business. Uh, and more broadly, Ben, the, the, you know, there is an APEC summit ta- taking place here beyond simply the meeting between the US and Chinese leaders. And there are many Asia-Pacific countries coming here saying, look, we want Joe Biden to give us market access. To the United States. We'd like the Biden White House to consider uh, free trade uh, agreements uh, and deals. And as he's done with the UK, Joe Biden is absolutely shutting that down as well and saying, no, the relentless focus of his administration has to be on the domestic post pandemic recovery. So there is politics playing into that, of course, with an election here in now less than a year's time. And the politics of that all relates to the need to create create as many jobs uh, and, and and try to uh, convey that the economy is recovering at the fastest clip possible in order to boost uh, Joe Biden's prospects of beating Donald Trump or whoever the Republican nominee is next November.
0: Simon, as always, thank you very much indeed. That's Simon Marks, LBC's Washington correspondent, joining us live from that summit in San Francisco. One to keep an eye on.